What's up, y'all? This is A.D. Walker, the pusher to grow, the motivator. Um, Brothers Legacy will be starting in the next few minutes, as you can see by the timer. Um, but I just wanted to thank you for watching and, and being a part of our growth and all the things that we are a part of. Um, BOL is really making an impact in the community and the people around it. It's, <laughs> it's very encouraging to have the opportunity to meet people that have seen the program. Um, also, uh, I want to uh, encourage you to watch the other programs that I am a part of and BOL is connected to, like Sisters of Legacy, Purpose for Forever, um, Solomon's Temple, and the Brothers Who Talk. Um, we are in the process of doing some big things coming whew, in December, um, and I'm excited for the changes that are happening. So, Two things I need you to do. First off, I know you're watching this, so make sure you share. This is an opportunity to share. Yes, we're not live yet, but this is your chance to share. Tag somebody, tag another brother, tag another sister that really needs to be a part of this community um, as we discuss the issues that we're facing as men, as black men, um, and as leaders in our household. It is imperative that you are a part of this conversation because through conversation, change happens. Also, also, and I've um, said this before, but we are in the process of growing and expanding. And with that, we're asking you to uh, contribute into that growth. So you have an opportunity to go to go to Cash App, uh, Dallas sign BOL 2019. This gives you an opportunity to invest in Brothers of Legacy growth as we reach different states and reach out and connect with you uh, straight away and help other men become better men. Um, so even if you don't give one time, you can give, I'm, I'm pushing the dollar drive, just one dollar. You know, if you're doing once a month, one dollar, it it helps with our growth. Every every little bit helps. So I'm encouraging you to have, if, when you have the opportunity, do it now, right before we start. Um, you can give into the Brothers of Legacy. Um, so stay tuned. Listen, we have an awesome show as we always do. I appreciate you taking this time and time is running short. So I want you to be blessed. Keep pushing, keep growing and enjoy the show. What's going on? Oh man, how's everybody doing? Hopefully, all is well. Let's see. Yeah. Thank you. Let's see. Good morning, Trevor. Good morning, Mama McCory. Good morning. Yeah. Blessings, yeah. blessings. Good morning, Cheryl, sports car lady. And good morning. <laughs> I want to say in the building. Oh, let me put this mic a little closer. Go I want to say happy day before my day off day. <laughs> Day before my day off day. All right. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Hump day. Or, AKA hump day. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good morning. Anyway, how y'all doing? Thanks for coming through, guys. Hey, King, what's going on, man? <sighs> man. All right. So we have another awesome show today. Mm. Um, let's see. Hold on. Uno momento, por favor. Let's see. Jesus, Jesus. English, English, sir. English. <laughs> 
No habla, no habla inglés. All right, so we're going to be talking about some interesting stuff today. So let's kick this off, get this rolling. So I appreciate you guys rocking with my podcast. People, I appreciate you guys rocking with us as well. Um, make sure you share, uh, get rate and review. And if you're on here live and you've never been to the podcast and you're like, I want to check out some of the other episodes, go to the podcast, check out the episodes. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you can hear well. I, you know, I go through them and I listen, um, but I want to make sure that everybody's at least enjoying them as much as they enjoy watching the show uh, or the broadcast. Um, so make sure you go to uh, podcast, the same same name, Brothers Who Talk, Brothers of Legacy, sorry. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. <laughs> Brothers of Legacy. Um, so make sure you rate, review, and we come on every day. You dig the, Oh, yeah, this is this is our first shirt, the Brothers this United. This is our first shirt. Yeah, oh, God. That's, <laughs> you know how long ago that was? <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you do that. All right, so let's, let's hit this, and we're going to jump into it. I didn't want to catch that morning. Good 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 Gotta get the lips right. Make sure they're not chat. A little chappy yeah, chat. Sure. All right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so today where we at? We're talking about is there a double, 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 double standard um, between men and women? You know what's allowed with men, what's not allowed with women, um, and then uh, some of the terms used. What's our first? So, my brother Terry said something yesterday. Oh, I did? Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and so, when I say it, I want your first initial thought on what you see. And I want everybody to be honest about exactly what you see. All right? Can we, can we have some transparency and honesty here? All right, so the term Terry used was you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. (laughs) What's the first thing you see? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, and then we're gonna gonna crack, we're gonna crack into that, uh, that egg right there. I didn't realize I said that. Um, (laughs) what do you you know? Me, I'm always running my mouth and I have no idea what I'm saying, but uh, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a double standard. I think that is um, something I heard that as a kid. Of course, you know, it's like a, a lot of stuff from we hear. Uncles, as kids. Yeah, I heard that from one of my uncles, and right. I, I've always, I've always kind of believed it or digged it. Like, okay, you really can't. Um, so I'm not sure where you want me to go with it. I mean, I just, that's something that I heard as a as a, as a, well, as a kid. So my my, my, really... my thing is that that term isn't really true. It's not true because okay. because a whole yeah. a whole a whole is not really selected upon one gender. 
Right. That goes both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. goes both ways. Yeah, yeah. So everybody. Right. right. <laughs> but we always do the whole in the housewife. You know, we yeah. all in the in the dudes maybe dogs or players. You right. know. Um so I I feel like there is such a a double standard when it comes to that. Um yeah. the you know, like like we talked about yes, yesterday addressing, let's see, hold on, let me get some of these cold colds. Let me get some of these comments from Cole. Exactly, Ephraim. <laughs> I have discovered there's a personal double standard that favors women. There is more societal double standard that favors men. Yes, indeed. Right. Um, I see a split screen of a loop dancer, a pimp loaded in rings and gold teeth. When I think of afraid, you can't turn it. Right. Exactly. And Ishar uh, Ephraim says it was taught to me as a kid by the neighborhood OG as a dating principal. But it's cool for them to be one. (laughs) You You know, I'm just saying, like, it's it's. Um, it's it's kind of like how Sam was saying, you know, we're teaching our daughters what to be, right. um, but we don't teach our men who they should be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this, the same standard is this, this is the exact same standard when it comes in this space. Yeah. Um, let's see. Don't say she don't want to be saved. <laughs> so don't. <laughs> I mean, but let's keep it one hundred. Need do a, a guy. Either he's gonna be who he is, or he's gonna realize he needs to change. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's you, it's, it's a, like it's, got a lot, of, a lot of stuff to say. Yeah. Come on, brother. It's a, it's a bad stand. It's a bad stand. I mean, because you know, me personally, I was one of those people, and right. I couldn't keep it. I couldn't keep it together, and so it was. I, it, you couldn't turn me into no husband. Right? right, because I was such a, I was bad. I was a bad husband. My first right. two marriages, I was terrible. What's up, uh, because I couldn't keep it uh, together. What's up, Richard? Um, but like, like Ishar, like you know, Ephraim said, yeah, I was talking about the same. My uncle told me when I was a kid that you can't go to a housewife. But I've always wondered this though: <clears throat> why is it that if uh, a guy, no, a woman does more than one man at any given time, she's a she's a slut or uh, a hoe or whatever, but if a dope, but if a guy does it uh, and smashes five or six, it's a badge of honor. Time, it's a badge of honor. It's a right. knock belt. I, now I never, I never had agreed with that, but like Cole said, it's just it's a societal thing. It's always that's one of the things out since I was a kid. Right. You know, uh, I, I watched my uncles do it. Right. I watch. You know. You know, I did it coming right. up, and it's like you know, I I can get up as soon. You know, she right. do she do something else, or she even look at a dude differently. Right. And she you no, know, did she a hoe, which is right. not fair. So what's called is exactly double standard more for women, but depends on how much he wants her. Um, as far as turning her to a housewife, that yeah, yeah, because if, if we stopped for a minute and looked at the same and everything in in totality, you know, it, it should be the, it should be. The same for her. She should be like, mm, I don't want right. Badge of dishonor. Yeah. The badge of dishonor, exactly, Rich. I mean, if it, if we just took a minute and just stood, if we sat for a second and said, but wait a minute, you did what with who win? Oh no, I ain't doing you know. Does anybody ever stop to think that if if this double standard was to flip and how we how people will really react if it was right. flipped? Because society, like if somebody said, it favors men in society now. Right. But what if it was flipped? And it right. was in their favorite women, then what? Oh, yeah, it'd be an uproar. 
we're all being uproar. Just like yeah. um, like I don't know, about three years ago, I started hearing the, the term "dad bod," a dad bod. I got you one know? of those, yeah. right? But that's it's kind of, <laughs> and I always say it's it's kind of a way, you know, for those men that are in power that control the media to mm-hmm. turn, you know, to to normalize our our one pack as opposed to. I there's no, the there's, there's, there's no glorification of the mom bod. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got to be a certain way. They got to be slim. They can't have stretch marks and they can't look, you know, they got to, you know, based on what we see on magazine covers a lot or even Instagram. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's, there's another double standard. You know what I'm saying? Like, we okay, you know, just eat healthy, but you don't have to have the six pack. <laughs> you know, like, you it. right. It's, it's, he said, uh, Dwayne says, that's the problem. What we saw, what's being said and what's being, what's done are two separate things. Perspective is everything. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, and, and even for, for black women, like when you think angry woman, who do you see? Yeah. You know, when you, when you, when someone says, oh man, she's upset with an attitude. Who do you see? Who do you see? Right. Yeah. Right. But now, you know, now everyone's getting labeled these Karens. You know, well, and, and when that, label, post, that label exists, and that's, that's a rightful. Uh, I mean, I'm well. You if know, you are a Karen, a, a Karen is just, you know, we we have a definition, but a lot of time, and it's crazy. So I'm gonna tell you my own. Um, was it cognitive bias, right? In the sense where, when I watch, right, airbrushed or photoshopped, right? But yeah, but. We look at this as a standard, uh, Rich. It said, Richard said, what airbrushed and Photoshop images ain't re- reality. Um, double standard is real. That will never change for men. We gain more confidence, money, and power as we get older, which becomes uh, more attractive. More attractive. attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's the narrative we've pushed. Let's keep it 100. Yeah. That's the narrative that we've pushed. That's the narrative that's sold. You know, they're, the term, um, you've heard diamonds is a, a girl's best friend. Yeah. That's that was <laughs> that was propaganda to push the diamond industry, you know. But right. now it, it became a mantra, and now it you know women and it's not true. to it, right? <laughs> because I like diamonds too. <laughs> if you if you put them in my watch, if I get one in my watch, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? If I get a break, I'm good. I'm, that's, that's, I mean, it's 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 a narrative pushed. It's believed because it's a narrative pushed. We go back and forth on this all day because. A lot of what we know, our cognitive biases are shaped by what we see all the time. Mm-hmm. Our cognitive biases of what we of what are shaped by what we see all the time. It's what you see on TV. It's what you Go read. It's what you hear that. in your ear. Yeah. Go ahead and preach that, bro. Go ahead, stay there. Um, because a lot of because the, the state of Black America's the way it is a lot of times because of what we've seen, what we've been taught. You know, because we even have some some bias against ourselves because of this, because of what we've seen and what we've been taught, what we always hear, it changes, you know, it, it, it shapes how we act. It shapes how we live. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's taking us having to think a little different. Men typically get better with time. We look more distinguished. I mean, some, <laughs> some, some do. I mean, I know the, the whole black don't crack. Some do. Oh, yeah. But it's I all crack. about. I, I how, crack, bro. I crack, it's, bro. It's all about, you know, how you have you been living 
you know, from from the 20s to the 30s, rolling into the 40s. Because real talk, some folks I've seen at my same exact age, I'm looking like, do I look like that to other people? Yeah, I hope <laughs> you know, because like, in my mind, I'm like, maybe I'm fooling myself. Really? <laughs> and I look exactly like that. You know, because yeah. <laughs> at first, I was like, you, you know, like I was, you know, I, I used to work, you know, retail. I get an idea, like you, you the same age as me. <laughs> so, you know, maybe it was like I think in my head, like maybe I see my face all the time. I have a thought process, thinking like I'm straight. Oh, let's see, boom. But isn't it your choice to believe or not to believe? Yes, indeed, Richard. But if you don't know better, if you don't know different, or if you don't know another perspective, you can only have what, what's in front of you. You know, right. like this is the reason for these conversations. Right. My 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 plan, my goal with the oh Colden dropped the dropped the paragraph. Um yeah, what's yeah. up, Dwayne? What's up? My what's goal up, with these conversations are to shift the mindset and put a different spin on it, put a different perspective on it so that we can be, begin to see things just a little differently. That's my goal with Brothers of Legacy. Um, one, to get rid of a lot of these biases and two, to begin to get rid of these um, double standards. You see, boom. And Romello said, your appearance is an important element in peaking order of society. Something again that will... I'll wait for that answer. All right. So Cole said, to your point, A.D., my father always tells the story of when I saw my first homeless person. I lived around many of them, but they were black and I didn't regard them as such. That first homeless person was I saw was white. Right. That was when he knew I wouldn't have a negative viewpoint toward my own culture. Yes, indeed. Let's see. It's conditioning, bro. That that yeah. at the end of the day, it's conditioning, and and we can point out. I I, I put it like this, and and Romello, bro, I have the utmost respect for you, and I agree with a lot of what you say. But in this case, I, I think what you're saying is an example of what Candace Owens is. Mm. Candace Owens drops a lot of facts. Matter of fact. Most of what Candace Owens says is indeed factual information. You you can trace almost everything that Candace Owens says to something that can be found in a paper trail that is true. And it's not a lie, but it doesn't represent the truth either. It only shows one side of, of the coin. And there's another side to that same coin that has equal truth to it. So when so when Candace Owens talks about um, the Democratic Party and what the party represent and what the party has been to black America, she she can find um, statements and she can go back to laws that show it to be true. Right. However, the other part of that story that they don't tell is the despair on the other side. The other thing that they don't tell is the lack of love on the other side or the 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 truths that have affected <laughs> black people. For instance, the redlining. Why redlining? She, she talks about the truth, but she doesn't talk about the why. She doesn't talk about the things that, that are still in place right. that that um, are sometimes perpetrated by the party that she represents. Right. It's not the fact that 
every double standard doesn't have truth in it is that every double standard doesn't completely represent the truth. Look, a hoe is a hoe. I know you were talking about that earlier. You, if you're a man, you can be a hoe. If you're a woman, you can be a hoe. The, the problem is people have their own definition and that's the definition that they run with. They don't right. look at the whole thing. The definition of a hoe is somebody with multiple partners. Right. And, and if you talk to and if you talk to um, to some people, the definition of a hoe is anybody sleeping around who's not married. Right. <laughs> so right. It, right. It, it really right. depends on right. Right. society right. having one um, definition. The reason why there are double standards is because people don't have one belief that's in common. If if everybody had the same belief, then it would be one standard. But whether we readily admit that or not, we don't have the same beliefs. Me and AD can believe the same thing, but have different beliefs that brings us to that same result. Right. Therefore, he's going to look at things slightly different than I do. Right. All right. Cole said, um, thank you, Dwayne. Being sexually promiscuous extends itself to both genders bottom line yes indeed yes indeed um it's yeah that that viewpoint you're right everyone everyone sees things slightly different um there are some there are some viewpoints that merge together but when you dig into the weeds they do kind of separate at one point <laughs> and and you're right about candace owens because I can't think see well the, someone talked about him yesterday, the genius, the older dude that talks history and stuff like that. Um, you know, she she takes a lot from him, um, meaning style as far as taking, and I call it fact-based lies. You know, you you take a fact <laughs> and and you like you get us leaded in there and follow down this rabbit hole, then you throw your then you toss your opinion in there based on this is why this is this and this is that. And there's no real correlation. There's no research correlation to what you're saying. You're just saying because of this, this is this. That don't make it right. That makes the first part you're saying as a facts. And then the second part is your opinion. He said, uh, Romello said, a fat woman with money is not attractive. Women find men with confidence attractive regardless of looks. And, and, and you may and you may be true. You may be telling the truth again, brother. But at the same but, but time, what's, on, what's what's always on TV though? Let's let's talk about what we always see. It's the programming. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I know you you don't want to believe it, but it's the it's the programming. Program. Because who controls who controls ninety percent of what we see? Man, like, like and here's another real example of the same exact statement he just made. Right, that statement in Samoan and, and Pacific Islander culture, right. that's that's a, that's a falsehood altogether. Right, I mean, not every Hawaiian, not every Samoan, not every Tongan, but by and large, if you got a fat woman, shout out to all my big sisters out there, if you right. got a fat woman in, in their culture then right. you are the man. You know why? Because that means to them that you can take care of a woman. The bigger your woman is, the higher status in their communities you are. Why do you think you see a lot of big ones? I'm telling you, I, I've, I've heard this just from the horse's mouth and several. Uh, Alaska had has the largest Pacific Islander concentration right. in America outside of um, Oakland. And then 
it has the second highest concentration only to Hawaii in the United States. So I got a chance to speak to a lot of brothers that are not younger generation that are that have been living in America for a while. Right. They, they like the same thing we like. They 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 like the quote unquote the model type. Right. However, their mamas and daddies, their uncles and great. I've I've sat down. I had they was like, see y'all y'all boys y'all y'all need to go get you a big woman. Right. He was like, well, I, I respect you if you had a big woman. And right. and I'm looking at him like. Where they do that at? But it's their program, and it was the way that they were brought up. So that's what they hold true to. And you got to ask that same question. That's why I said in the comment earlier, it's a narrative. You got to to get to the truth behind it. You got to ask yourself why that narrative. Black men are lazy. Why that narrative? Because is it true? Right. You can't be. A, you couldn't be a slave in America and be lazy. That's not. That's not even. It, that don't it, even it, right. Um, yeah, that's, you, that's oxymoronic. You can't do that. Right. <laughs> and, and but but see, with that being said, in America, that kind of starts everything. So right. who 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 is the person that stands to gain the most? And this is just a fact. And and hopefully we can tackle this fact the right way and not um, not create misinformation or bias with it. But during the time that America was becoming the America that the world knows today, who stood the most to gain? The white male. White women couldn't vote. White women didn't really have a voice. That's why we would see white women team up with blacks. White women team up with other minorities because they were trying to get the same thing. So white men teamed up together. They fought. so white men were, were creating narratives to help themselves. I, I always said right. this. This is the way the enemy fights us, right? The enemy fights us not by if, if you're a Christian, the reality is you win. Right. Being a Christian puts you in a position to where you win. Right. So the enemy came up with a plan. You got to remember, he's been doing this for millennia. Well, how can I beat a Christian? Right. Not fight a Christian. If, if I had to get in the, the ring with Mike Tyson, better yet, look at the, the 97 finals. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. Right. What happened in Utah? They food poisoned him. Why? Because it gave them an advantage. Right. So when, when we're living our lives, people who wish to destroy or to continue to gain, their purpose and, and their strategy is to not fight us. How do you not fight us? Have you fight an image of who you're supposed to be? If you're not who you're supposed to be and you can't grasp the image of who you're supposed to be, then I never have to worry about you as competition. So a lot of these narratives were created to keep you in a place where you can never grow beyond that. So when we talk about black women or when we talk about women being hoes, but dudes can sleep with anybody they want, that's an image that was created to keep the woman doubting who she is but what that does is it destroys the family unit the same thing with lazy black men if you're a lazy if you're a black man you're lazy you're not gonna work and some people just like they get to the point where you know what i am i ain't gonna work you you want you call me lazy i'm gonna show you what lazy is and the only person that's hurt are those people and the people that they support that's society there should be one standard there should be one standard and the problem is we don't see it as one standard. 
police don't see one standard. That's why a black person who does something that's trivial can be killed on mm-hmm. the news. <laughs> yeah, but that's why a black person that does something that's trivial can be killed on right. camera. But right. a white person wielding a gun in the same scenario will walk away. Right. It's the standards not the same in people's head. It doesn't right. mean that there's a standard. It means that people's view of that standard isn't the same. Right. <sighs> I had a thought. Um. So. so oh. What was that? Oh, what was that? Okay, so I was gonna make an example for you know, like we was talking about the women and the and the big women, and you know, I've been binge watching a lot of old TV shows, and if you ever noticed, like uh, '80s to early '90s, like every most women were like slim, like other than Nell Carter, uh, who else? Uh, Mabel, I think from uh, What's Happening. Unless they're like a, a main star. You know, like if, if they were sim right, they were all slim. They were, so you gotta like tell me there was no curvy women <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> all I, of them were like and I'm trying to think of old shows and I'm trying to think of fat women from old shows. Yep. None none had Florida Evans was the biggest person I remember on this time. <laughs> yep. And, and, and they were always mamas. They had they were mamas or 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 maids. Or mm. caretakers, you know that that's the only way they were able to get get any any fluff on their body. You I know, can't remember people. a fat person on the Jeffersons. Right, right. Not not women. Or, or the Cos or the Cosbys. And these not ain't women. even old shows. Not women. Nope. Not until like 2000 they started actually. You might be right. Nell Carter might be the first fat woman. But you got to be. She, she was a mama though. Roseanne was a mama. She yeah, wasn't she was, like she was a mom. She wasn't like a, a friend or just hanging out, you know. Like and, not until like two thousand did they start actually. And and I think Roseanne might have been the first one that was even a mom that was just like right. the star. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because it was that, it was her. It was about may, her. That that may have been when TV right. started flipping a little bit. Yeah. Right. But she but was, but you know, I, I I can almost person. guarantee you, bro, that there was probably a fat woman that was pushing that, and n- nothing again. And now let me let me change. It probably was a a, a bigger woman that right. was pushing outside, that right. that was pushing that that issue. Because right. outside of that, it was like why, right. wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because wow. because it's, it's funny. I've really thought about that lately. Um. And and it's 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 crazy. Like all you know, you get all big sizes, all kinds of sizes of dudes, but you never got all sizes of women. He said, uh, "Hold on, let me get this one." He said, "Cole said the women in the seventies were very slim. You started to see the trend go thinner with women in the sixties. Look at Diana Ross, right during the sixties performance, and that became the body type for women, right?" Romello said, "I'm living in Miami now. I see fat dudes with dimes on <laughs> regular. It's it's their confidence that attracts." It's the narrative. Dwayne, how did you become so wise for a young man? Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, a young, I'm I mean, I, and I got a bunch of older brothers. Brother. We're going to go back and forth on that all the time. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dwayne. No, I just said because I got a bunch of older brothers. My mom's 80. My my right. oldest brother's 63. So I'm, I'm, I was like, oops, here I am. Right. Bam. <laughs> Broke tools with major confidence pulled too. 
Facts remember. See, that's that's what I was about to say. I'm glad you said it because I was like, I remember being broke. And still able to right. You got it. But but again, Romello, you, you gotta look at today's society. What what is being pushed? Success equals what? Because I remember at one point in time, it's great to have money and wealth, mm-hmm. but to be comfortable and to be a hard worker. You was that dude. Look, right. I grew up in a small town, and in that small town, if you had a job and you had a vehicle and your family didn't have needs, right? Look, let me stop talking about other people. Let me talk about myself. My uncle, my uncle Calvin. My uncle right. Calvin is my mom's oldest brother. My uncle Calvin was the first pimp. I had. They're not not really a pimp in the sense of selling chicks but a pimp in the sense of getting chicks. He was the first pimp I saw. And I didn't even realize it at first. My uncle Calvin, he had uh, a 83 Ford truck and he had two early 80s Monte Carlos back in the early 80s. And they were all clean with mag wheels. He didn't have a whole lot of money, but he he, he did okay. But my uncle was sleeping with all of my mama friends and then some. Wow. My uncle would come to the house my uncle was married. My uncle would come to the house. Wow. And when he would come to the house, I knew that we had to go outside and play. I didn't know why then. And then another car would pull up. My uncle would be over there for about an hour and a half. And then my uncle, y'all take care and leave. Wow. At least two, three times a week with different cars pulling up. So that's what we saw. And that's what we aspired to. Wow. Now we're in the era where the the, the bling I mean, everything is about securing the bag. Right. Everything in society is about securing the bag. You got preachers who are more concerned about um, securing the bag than they are about people going to heaven. Right. Right. And I'm not calling all of them true preachers. I'm just saying the title that they have. Um, And that securing the bag permeates our society. So when you got a dude who ain't about nothing, but he got a Bentley. He got, look, before I crashed the Porsche, I would get looks when I would. Now, having a Porsche, ain't a, it's, it's not a huge deal in Atlanta. Right. Because you see them often. All the time. <laughs> but if you got a Mercedes or a BMW, right. that's even a smaller deal because everybody got those. Right. Seeing, seeing right. a Bentley, seeing a Lambo, it's still not a huge deal in the poorest neighborhoods in Atlanta right. because it's not that foreign. Right. And that's what the goal is. So, when you live in this type of society, look, I'm telling you, when I, I drove Uber with the Porsche 2017, wow. 2017, I drove Uber on New Year's Eve and I was driving the Porsche. Wow. And I'm going to tell you, this is the difference in conversation. Most of the time, it takes people about five minutes. And I'm a talker, so you can all, you already know I'm a talker. It takes people about five minutes to warm up and be like, oh, wow, you're such a great person. I could talk to you for hours. When I drove the Porsche, it was instant conversation from the jump. Instant. You're driving Uber and you got a Porsche? All of a sudden, I was interested from the rip. It it wasn't, they didn't have to see the content of my character. All they had to do was see the, the car that I was driving. Right, right. Now, the reality of it is, if you can buy a brand new GMC truck or Sierra 
a Chevy truck, you can own a you can own a Porsche that's a year old, or two, two right. years old. Right. Right. It's it's comp- but people don't see that. They see Porsche. They see status. They, 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 there's people that the guy that I used to work for when I first moved to Atlanta was the richest person I ever met personally. And one of his restaurants did $15 million in the airport. And he had, he had eight of them. Wow. And when you saw him, you would walk past him because he'd be the typical old dude you see in Walmart. Right. Right. But this dude was loaded. Right. Loaded. I would see women at the airport who knew him. And knew who he was, and they would try to get at Mr. Mac all the time. Wow. They would try to get at Mr. Mac all the time. Oh, how you doing, sir? Can I do it? You want me to hold right. it, bro? Right. But before they knew who Mac was, he was just another old dude. Right. right. I think that speaks more to people's character than it does about who really can get a girl. Right. Th- those girls are basing their life off society and societal norms. So people who got money, people who selling dope, people who in the game, they they obviously are gonna have that, and they're gonna and that that part hasn't changed. Right. You can tell me to shut up and uh, and jump in oh. anytime, Ad. I'm, I'm, I'm about to jump in. Oh. <laughs> I'm <laughs> feeling space. I'm just making sure there's no dead spaces. <laughs> no, no, you good. Oh. <laughs> so hold on, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come right back. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. All right, we're back. So my question, right? So um, like we talked about the 80s and how the, the, the shifting in mindset changed. Um, women are attracted to a strong provider, strong provider, even if they don't require the money. Just one of them. Yeah, that is true. Um, women, I noticed women attracted to, to men that are more available sometimes. Um, there's a lot of different sets of standards, you know, and men have their standards as well. Um, some men, you know, with money want women more available. Um, you know, you can do your thing, but I just need you available. You know, it's, it's everybody has their standard, right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, my my question is, how do you begin to shift the double standard? How do you begin to allow in your mind? I guess is how do you how do you change your mindset when it comes to <laughs> to women, what's that say? <laughs> oh man, let me see. Hold on, hold on. Put your solo. You said, "What, Jesus, Helen? You can't go to the peach, right? Right? That is right. <laughs> and look at him. Right. Right. Oh, oh. My bad. There we go. Wrong button. There we go. I think that that truth 
can only be like everything else. It's people accepting truth. Right. And taking away their preconceived notions with the truth. Right. And that doesn't happen until there's dialogue. Right. That that's why I don't know about you guys, but like when I was a kid, you didn't have well, we didn't have this this technology. Right. We we didn't have computers in every house. Right. And just because you had a computer, you definitely didn't have no webcam. Um have you ever been have you ever been I won't say I I'm going to say this, but this isn't the way I, I mean it. This is just the way my mind processed it when I was a kid. When I was a kid, we would get wrong number phone calls all the time. And and sometimes when you got that wrong number phone call, you like the voice on the other end of the phone. And, and you will start conversations with that, other, that voice on the other end of the phone. Look, I'm going to tell you one of the sweetest, nicest people I met in my life. Um, I wasn't physically attracted to her when I met her. Matter of fact, crazy thing was her and my brother started dating. But she wasn't what I liked. Right. But on the phone, when I first talked to her, she didn't know right. it. She had family in my town. And right. she called the number that she thought was her family. She one number off. She dialed the wrong number. Right. And I was like, nah, you got the wrong number. She was getting out of the phone. I was like, hold on, hold on. What's your name? <laughs> So, I'm, I'm like 11, 12. So we, we start talking on the phone. We talked for about 30 minutes. She gave me her phone number. And we, and we talked for about four or five weeks before we met each other. Gotcha. And, and, and deep down inside, I was kind of happy when I met her because she, she called for me one day and I wasn't there. And my brother picked up the phone. My oh. brother, three years older than me. Her and my brother started talking and my brother he, he was at the age where he could have a girlfriend for real. So they started talking and right. they and I hated my brother for a little bit. I was like, you took my girl. You took my girl. <laughs> but but the reality of it was I fell for her personality because she had the best personality, one of the nicest, most genuine people you would ever meet. Right. But based on the way we we live our lives, if I would have saw her in person, I would have never got to know that about her because all I saw was one part of her. Right, right. I didn't see the truth about her. I couldn't right. get to that truth without having the conversation. So right. Right. That, there, there's a lot of us that can can understand what the real standards are and, and right. change the way we look at things. Right. But we don't because we have this, this vision in our head of what it's supposed to look like. And when it don't look like that vision in our head, right. we keep it moving. Right. Right. I mean, I know changing the attractiveness is is difficult because you've gotten used to, you know what you like, you know yeah. what you like to see. And you've kind of programmed in that space. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, and like I said, like even TV kind of <laughs> pushes a lot of that narrative. You know, like I, I, I think about, you know, like the old shows, they're like, oh, she look good. And I'm looking like she's she don't really have much. Like, you know, like now, you know, now they they're allowed to be more curvy and and look a little different, you know, um, mm -hmm. more shapes and sizes that you get to see on TV as opposed to just one. Right. Um, so I, I and, it, and it helps shape your perspective. And it and I think hopefully it seems like it's changing our view a little bit. Um, and, I, and and we talk about race as well, you know, changing the narrative as far as, you know, what black men do 
Um, and it's funny. I always joke with Sam. You know, you ever see an actor? They start off like in a police show. They start off as a perp. Then they then they grow to be like a dad on the show. <laughs> then they become like a lawyer. <laughs> you know, like you see, I'm like, oh shoot, they got a promotion. You know, like you they president of a company. So it's 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 pretty cool to watch the the shifting of of our spaces. You know, where we're not the same. Um, <laughs> Rich's face said, "Married with children." Yeah, that Max. was. That 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 show hit. That show was straight stereotypes. Everything about that show was about stereotypes. Right. Right. Wow. Right. The the dumb athlete who got a hot girl who ended up in a dead end job. (laughs) Yes. Peg, the super hot. And I ain't saying Peg is super hot, but that's what she was. Yeah, they were trying to see. Yeah, they're trying to push that. The super right. hot um wife that's dumber than a box of rocks. Right. 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 <laughs> and then the kids, and the, the perv little boy. Right. The, the right. hot, dumb chick. I mean daughter, right, right. Everything about that. I mean, then then when what, what happened when the men got together? Right. Hooters. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. That whole Everything. show, that yeah. whole show. And, and and I think and I think it was on purpose. I, I think yeah. even though it was funny and we and we grew to love the show, that right. show was created to show America just how messed up we are. And I think it. Right. And, and some right. people looked at that show like, oh, this is great. Some right. people saw the satire value in the show. Right. right. The same thing with the, the Chappelle show. They right. No, he froze up on me. Oh, um, so when he unfreezes, we'll. There you go. You're back. Okay. <laughs> Said Dave yeah. Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle did the same thing. He just took right. that concept and went over the edge. Yeah. He went way past what makes you comfortable. Comfortable, right? See, see, Archie Bunker was who? Dave Chappelle was what in the world? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. right. Right. Oh, he said uh, we've always liked our curves in our community, right? True, right. but it, like like I said, if you remember, you around our age, a little older, you know, like the old shows were just just all the same. Just every woman was <laughs> was always, you know, kind of slim. Yeah, look at Foxy Brown. Right, right. right. Now she was, but she was a star too. You're right. She was right. like one of the few that was actually. But actually it, but even her curves was like Beyonce curves. She she won't she won't thick thick. Right, right, right. Yeah, she she had curves, but she won't. She won't Monique thick. Mm-hmm. True indeed. True yeah. indeed. So it's it's this a thought. All right, guys. We're not gonna hold you much longer. We appreciate you guys rocking with us and hanging with us this uh morning. I'm about to say this evening. My time is like <laughs> running together. Um so, so make sure you, you check us out tomorrow, same time, same channel. Um, we got some great things going on. I appreciate you. Hopefully, you enjoyed this conversation. Um, I, a lot of my people didn't comment. I mean, Romello, I appreciate you, Richard. Uh, what you call disappeared on me. <laughs> you <laughs> fell into the background. Cole, appreciate you guys hanging and rocking. Oh, um, so we definitely we may stay in this space tomorrow, but um, there's some things I think breaking with the election that I might want to talk about. I definitely want to talk about actually. Hey, um, Romello, be, be easy down in Miami, bro. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you, Cheryl. Great discussion. Appreciate thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Dahmer and Gray. Why the name sound familiar? Look, Dharma. Look, Dharma and Greg. I, the, the the messed up thing about Dharma and Greg is I can't ever watch. I, I watch Dharma and Greg late. I watch Criminal Minds first. 
and okay. the, the the lead agent Hotchner. Okay. Okay. He's, he's Greg from Dharma and Greg. Okay. And okay. it was supposed to be a comedy. Right. So after watching him as a the lead BAU investigator, <laughs> it's hard to watch. It's, 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 like watch yeah, it's, it's like watching. It's like watching. Um, it's like us kind of watching Fresh Prince growing up, okay. and then oh, taking right. Will Smith series. Right. As opposed, right. As opposed to the people who who watch Will Smith now, the younger generation, and right. then look back at Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince like, watching as a rapper, you like that rapper. He, he was corny. Or even on the flip, watching Ice Cube, you right? Know, seeing him now, I was like, "No, let me show you." Uh, and they're watching F the Police, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, or straight out of Compton. That's Ice Cube, like, yeah, right. That's before. Are we, uh, now, are we there yet? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little angry then. Damn, um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that's that's funny. That's funny. All right, guys. So we'll check you out tomorrow. Appreciate you. We're still praying for Pastor McCoy and his family, um, and their loss or our loss. Um, and we yeah, just pastor. continue to pray. And we love Pastor. We look forward to him being back. But we, you know, he's taking some time off, you know, with his fam and stuff. You know, it's all about the process. All right. Uh, so always know that the brother of legacy loves you, but God loves you more. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow. As always, as I like to say, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe. Wear the mask, keep the six feet. Let's let's get past this thing. All right, guys. Take care. I didn't want to catch Good that morning. Good 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 morning.